Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Friday, June 23rd. And today is Prayer Friday. So we have a lot of prayers to cover today. It's going to be a long session. I don't know how long, but buckle up. We're going to need everybody's prayer efforts in this. There's a lot to do. Patriots, before we begin, one thing absolutely for sure, make sure that you are having a home defense plan. There's some crazy stuff going on right now, and people are starting to raid homes and take advantage of the breakdown of law enforcement and the breakdown of rule of law. Don't let yourself become victim. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. Well, you know, we've spent a week, if you were paying attention to the mainstream media news, which I hope you weren't, but we spent a week listening to or people did, listening to the rhetoric about a fake submarine with an Atari controller supposedly going down to check on the Titanic, and the whole world's eyes were on this one billionaire and his nefarious crew of whatever they were. And the world was at the edge of suspense, and the countdowns of the oxygen continued, and CNN dedicated a whole page to it. And people sat there on the edge of their seat praying, and they, they did all sorts of things of hoping that they would save these wonderful billionaires. I, I have yet to meet a wonderful billionaire, but anyway. And they sat there wondering what would happen. <laughs> and then it happened. The Navy announced that it found the debris of the ship. And the whole world just fell apart for the moment that it happened. Oh, and the questions you know were being asked. Lord, why didn't you hear our prayers? Well, probably because it detonated on Sunday, according to the Navy. Um, hard to pray for something that was already destroyed. And I would hope, I would truly hope that nobody in this community was paying any attention to that damn submarine because it was complete fake. It was 100% PSYOP all week. The media literally ran a story for four days that was a 100% lie. And I think the whole thing was made up anyway. The 100%, I don't even think it had anything to do with that billionaire. At the very least, it was probably some like deep state sub trying to cut the cable lines for internet, in undersea cables for the internet, that the Navy probably destroyed itself with one of its torpedoes. 
But the entire thing was fabricated, all to take our eyes off of other things that are important. So I kind of start out this way today because before we kick into prayer, I cannot say it enough, and it's just set out there for anybody that got suckered into that story or even followed that story with any interest. Anytime the media pushes anything, you need to put these three letters before it, L-I-E, lie. It's a lie. They don't want you looking anytime, any ever, where it counts. They want you looking where they want you to look so that you don't see things that are real. So just as a general rule of thumb to live by, MSN is equal to L-I-E. MSN, mainstream news, equals L-I-E, lie. It's that simple. I don't know how else to put it. So if they're pushing it, it's a lie. If they're not pushing it, it's probably where you begin to find the truth, okay? Unbelievable. This typical nonsense, mainstream media, foolishness, tomfoolery, whatever else you want to say, it was all there. It was all part of it. And like everything else, they're not giving you any indication of what's coming because there is a storm brewing. It is massive. It is coming at us, and they don't want you to be prepared. So last thing before we jump into prayer, make sure you've got your food supplies up, your stocks up, you're prepared because lots of stuff is happening, and it is going to get real. Patriots, if you think you don't need emergency food, listen up. Our federal government recently revealed the truth about the coming food shortages. According to the USDA, fully one-third of America's annually planted crops won't be harvested this season. Severe droughts and fertilizer shortages wipe them out. That means food is going to get scarce and expensive. Is your family prepared for that? If not, now is the best time to stock up on emergency food with My Patriot Supply at discount prices. Go to preparewithbards.com and you'll save big on each four-week emergency food kit you need for your family. Each kit has a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories a day for optimum strength and energy. Act now before it is too late. This is a limited time offer and the deadline is approaching soon. Go to preparewithbards.com and get free shipping too. You'll never forgive yourself if you make your family suffer. Go to preparewithbards.com now. And there you have it. All right, patriots. Lots of prayers to do, so let's dig in. We'll begin just kind of setting the stage. Father God, we come to you today just very humbled and blessed that we can be in a presence with each other in fellowship to pray for healing, to pray for all the things that we know that we have the capacity and authorities to pray for as given to us by our Savior and Lord Jesus. So Father, we declare today as we open this prayer that the authority is given to us to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and to do greater works than he. And though, Father, we may not always know what greater works look like, we know that as we lean into this, those doors will open that only you can open. And so we pray today that those doors will be thrown open. And we pray today as we begin this prayer session, this prayer Friday, which has become so important and has provided so many amazing miracles of the living God, you, Father. We just pray that we will continue to see that intensity and that miraculous effect of prayer as we move forward as we step into the authorities of the sons and daughters of the Most High. 
And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin. The prayer of a righteous man avails much. Thank you, prayer warriors, for your prayers for my husband. He has been improving slowly, but steadily since I asked you to pray for him. Please pray for his faith in Jesus to grow and for him to be able to love God with a whole heart and forgive those who hurt him. I have a, I have a prayer request for Vince and his children, his wife, and believing a believing friend of mine who struggle with severe headaches and depression took her life this week. Please pray for his this sweet family for comfort and protection from spiritual oppression. Thank you. I lift you all up in prayer in the Lord as in, that the Lord renews your strength so that you do not weary of doing good in Jesus blessed name. Tamre. Well, Father, we want to begin this prayer today. Just we're praying for the husband. And that in these moments of time when there is so much stress, that just, just ask for the Holy Spirit just to touch him, to fill his heart, and to f- replace those anxieties and those things that have hurt him, the pains of the heart and the soul, replace them with the healing power of the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, we also ask that as the healing continues, that there is a true understanding. And there's a sense of this, Father, that this healing is bringing up some of this pain, which is normal which is as the, as the healing begins through Jesus, there's other pains that percolate up. And so we ask and pray and declare healing over this heart and this soul, this man, that as he is healed from other things, that the healing of the depth of the wounds that rest within are themselves equally healed and that they simply percolate up and just fall into the, into the ether, that you Pick him up and hold him, Jesus, and lift off those burdens to reconfirm his strength in the Holy Spirit and his walk in Christ. And Father, we also pray for Vince and his children. It's a difficult and unbelievable event when someone commits suicide. And we just pray that this family We pray for a hedge of protection around this family because wounds like this open gateways and portals to demonic influences. Let there not be hate in the heart of the family. Jesus, we just pray that you just wrap your arms around this family and just bring them in close to heal their hearts, to heal these massive wounds that'll be there. It's like ripping something from you. We just pray that the Holy Spirit will just fill that wound just like a mortar to smooth it over and those wounds will be brought to heal, to truly rest in the memory of the glory of the mother, and to, even though this is a difficult loss, we just pray for her soul. We pray for this family and pray for the just the strength of knowing that you have them, God. You'll walk with them. You'll always be there with them. And that to give them solace and comfort in knowing that they had a mother. And as difficult as this is, to just continue to step into the walk of Jesus and walk boldly in the body of Christ. Please include this prayer request Friday. Newborn newborn baby Evangeline is in comatose state 
from birth trauma and godly parents are making decisions regarding her future, whether or not to take her off life support. Please pray for a miracle for the baby and her parent and for the parents as we know God is the God of miracles. Blessings to you. I have to stay confidential, but know these parents are seeking God's wisdom and guidance as they know they are accountable to God for how they are parents to their baby daughter. It's from Anne Marie. Father, these are such difficult places that people get put into. And it's almost unimaginable that in something like this, with a newborn baby, that a parent has to make the choice of a medical pathway of life or death. Father, we know that only you have that power. And yet that burden seems to fall upon the parent as the child now sits in a comatose state and on life support. So, Father, this is our prayer today. One, we pray for a forgiveness to settle into the heart of the parents. A comforting knowing that whatever decision they make, that burden is taken off of their heart. This is one of these impossible moments to see clearly without your guidance. And so we do pray deeply for your wisdom and guidance for these parents. But the most important thing, to lift up that burden so that they can see clearly without feeling that they're going to make the wrong decision, but have confidence in the hands that you will guide them in the right decision. And Father, you're just putting on my heart here to trust in you. This is a difficult one because we're caught again in two worlds, the worlds of the medical and the world in the spiritual. So Father, we're praying for this young child, this baby, Evangeline. We're praying for her. We're praying for her strength, and we're praying for the Holy Spirit to step in here and just to miraculously heal her. We're declaring incredible, miraculous healing over this child. And so with that, it's, there's a sense that the machines need to be removed to allow that freedom to occur and to be at peace in letting things flow naturally. That you have this child, not the machines. You have this child. And whatever that destiny is, it's yours, Father. And that burden is no longer on the parents. And so we pray here, powerfully pray into the choice of the parents to turn it over to you. And Father, we declare healing over this child. Be it your will, we declare miraculous and incredible healing to raise this child up, literally from the edge of death, to raise the dead. And we pray this with all of our heart to bring this child back into the world in a powerful way to create yet another soldier in the future army of under the banner of Christ. So, Father, we just put our hedge of protection in and just a massive amount of prayer of love around this family, around the parents, to lift off that burden, to turn this child over to you. And we pray for and declare healing over this child for an instantaneous, miraculous miracle of the living God healing on this young child, Evangeline. And we say these things in Christ's name. Lots of chatter, it says. Lots of chatter about the potential failure of Oroville Dam 
which would devastate the state of California after flooding and decimating the Church of Glad Tidings. Pray the dam holds up and that the snow melt slows down so as not to overwhelm the dam, which I read is is at or over capacity as of today. Pray also that the people living in the areas of Yuba City or Yuba County, Butte County, and all the floodplain areas stretching all the way to Sacramento will be uh, paying attention and relocating if it looks like the dam will give. Thanks, y'all. Julie Ross. I just have a quick addition. Um, the, the comment here is that this, and this is kind of my sense of it, this will definitely pray for this, but there may be more to this in terms of a psyop. So, Father, what we pray for here in with, with the Oroville Dam, first of all, is we just we pray that whatever is happening on that dam, that it holds, and more importantly, that whatever becomes of that dam is a physical structure of man. That that dam, whatever who's ever in the way of that dam, will be held safe, whether they stay or whether they go. That they will be have a hedge of protection around them, and that the, any sort of collapse of the dam will not cause any casualties of people. For those that are pushing this story, Father, we declare truth over their lips and over their tongues and over their hearts, and we declare accountability for any lies that they speak. This story is one that can easily stir up fear. Fear is one of the greatest tools of the enemy. So we rebuke any fear that's around this, and we create an absolute envelope of absolute truth over this story, that no matter what is spoken about this Oroville Dam, that the words that people hear are the truth, not the panic, not the fear, not the attempt to herd people away or into cities, as it seems to be the case, but that the lies will be dispelled and the truth will be made clear, that people will be given the blessing of discernment, both in their ears and what they see, and that the common sense will settle into the heart with the confidence that as they lean into you and just a big, massive wave of Holy Spirit hits the area, that as they lean into you, they know that you have them, Father. And again, for those, if they are, if they are using this story as a way to inoculate fear, may their tongues be bound to only being able to speak the truth. And if they continue May their tongues be bound to only be able to speak these words, Jesus is Lord, and may they be held accountable for the lies and attempted fear in which they pass. Scott, this post, this was the post from JJ's mom, Nicole. Currently, JJ remains on a ventilator, and the MRI done a few days ago wasn't good news. I have been told he is in a vegetative state our church family has had prayer vigils and even got a group to go up to the hospital. Thank you for your prayers, Sisu. And this is sent from my iPad. This is probably the hardest post I've ever had to make, but this is a sincere cry out, cry to all our prayer warriors. On Thursday night, our oldest son, JJ, woke up throwing up. I had put him on, in the bath to clean up and told him I was going to get blankets and pillows so we could all camp in the living room since all three kids had been not feeling well. 
I had been in the living room setting everything up and when walking back to check on him, realized I did not hear him and found him submerged under the water. Jesse and I were able to perform CPR continuously, clearing the water from him. While Summer called 911 and got EMS to en route, JJ was airlifted to UC Davis and is now fighting for his way out of a coma. They found that he has an intestinal virus as well as, a, as pneumonia and may have suffered a febrile seizure or fainted while in the bath. Per today, JJ's brain activity is still abnormal but showing signs of normal activity. He is also doing very small, unprovoked postures and movements. His pupils are reactive to light, and he may open his eyes. And he can open his eyes. He still cannot track with his eyes, but does blink and react to sounds. We have a long road ahead and are in a fight for our life right now. JJ is the most beautiful and vivacious soul. My mommy heart begs to see every one ounce of this joy and vigor for life returned as he is destined to live a full life. He is a warrior. We have received an overabundance of love and support from friends, family, community, and our church. The rallying of everyone to pray without ceasing for our precious son has absolutely comforted our hearts. We as a family are hoping this post reaches even further so we can add to our prayers and continue to prayer continue the prayer for full restoration and recovery in Jesus name once again we as a family cannot even begin to share how grateful we are to all who have stepped up in the ways i never knew imaginable he speaks to how loved jj truly is and the imprint he that he leaves on everyone's heart Giselle. I, Father, we just cannot believe the pain and, and suffering that children are incurring across this world. And here, Father, we have somebody before us, JJ, whom we can heal. Father, by the authorities given to us, by our Savior and King, Jesus. We pray on behalf of Jesus to you, Father. We bring this to the throne, and we pray for a miraculous and immediate healing of JJ. We declare healing over this young boy, and whatever has befalled him, whatever demons are around him that have influenced this, we rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Whatever ailments have befallen him, we declare healing over his body, mind, soul, and spirit as only you can bring. And may the blood of Christ flow over him. And Father, as he waffles now on this edge of a darkness, we truly pray for the raising of the dead to bring back this soul in a mighty way, to reinvigorate this body and bring him back into full life and posture, to bring back the joy and the gift which you gave him in this life and to raise up a mighty warrior from this moment. Let this darkness in this moment strengthen him and restore him to be yet another mighty warrior in the kingdom as we fight off this darkness around us. Father, we pray for this family and for the mothers and the father 
to truly be healed in their heart, to understand now that it is their love and compassion, the prayers that we give that will raise up JJ, to have confidence in you and greater than they've ever had. And Jesus, may you just touch this young man. Fill him completely with the love and passion that only you can bring. And may he be blessed. May the light and the glory of the kingdom fill him. May the Holy Spirit push out anything dark and replenish his body and to restore him back to the perfection in which he was born into this world. Father, we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Miraculous, miraculous healing. We say these things in Christ's name. Amen. Prayer requests. Brandon and Lena have two children which were taken into custody by the state, one sent back to Poland after a house fire left them homeless. It has been two years since they have seen their children. They are asking for prayers because Child Protective Services are expected to have a meeting with them this coming Sunday to reevaluate their circumstances and possibly reward them back their children. They are calling on support and prayers of the body of Christ to open the eyes and hearts of those government the government sends that they can be a family once again. Father, we are going to declare here ultimately with the authorities given to us a breaking of the bitter heart that so often consumes those in the power and the control over these families, which are not by you, but given to the power of the state. We pray for a power of the Holy Spirit to settle in, to disrupt their way of thinking, to give them obedience to you, not obedience to a state, to fill their heart with a compassion and an understanding that a family must be brought back together. And we pray for this family, a reunification of this family, a recreation of this family truly in the perfection of kingdom as intended. And we declare healing over this family that in this time will part, will restore to a greater and stronger love between them. And Father, may the mightiness of the Holy Spirit step in here to protect this family and to literally make these people in government realize whom they truly serve, not their masters at the state not their fake power to destroy families, but rather to understand that whom they serve is you. May this be a humbling moment, a moment of healing, and may those that represent the powers of the state be diminished to understand that their true role in their heart is to unite and to heal, not to separate and destroy. Martin Thyson, please pray for his, his pride to leave him, that he may put his relationship with God front and center, therefore becoming the man he is called to be to lead his wife and children. His family is seeking prayers for God to push him, and he would be st- step up to the challenge of rising up and living a life in obedience of God's will that he will become an active family member and show his family the love they crave from, from a husband and dad, and that he would be encouraged 
to look after himself and his physical and mental health so that he is able-bodied to love those around him. The difficulty in many of these walks, Father, is you've given us all free will. But in this world, many times the scales are imbalanced. A world that we are living in now that truly does not provide a balanced view in the love and relationship in the living God, but rather presents a view of a dead stone wall church that then drifts people away into darkness, wandering, self-consumption, and a variety of other things, addictions, and so forth. Whatever the state is here for Martin, Thyssen, whatever that condition is, it's leading to the request for this prayer. Father, where we pray is the balancing of scales. We pray truly that he can have an encounter with the living God, be touched by the Holy Spirit, understand truly whom this world is created by and whom the one true God is. From there, Father, it will be to him to make a choice. But we pray for the balancing of the scales so that the choices that he makes and the gifts that he's been given, a family and a wife, can become realized and valued within the framework of kingdom's love. And in so doing, be able to make a decision based on the accountability and morality of the moral law which you bind us all to, Father. Those decisions as he stepped forward then must be clear. They must be clear into consequence of whom he serves. If he is to be a father and a leader and a husband, then he understands that he serves Jesus and through Christ to you, Father. If he chooses to wander otherwise, then he must we pray for the clarity of those consequences, of what that will bring in his life, the consequences on his family, the consequences on his wife, and the consequences on his life everlasting. These words, what we do on earth, echoes in eternity. Guide this man, Father, and we declare healing over his heart and a leveling of the scales in Christ's name. Pray for Wayne and Barb to seek the Father's direction on how to lovingly deal with an aging parent that requires a lot of their time to complete common tasks for strength, endurance, compassion, and patience. As we are young, Father, we become old. And as our parents tend to us, we are then tasked often to tend to our parents. At least that's as we should be. That does not mean our walk is easy. Sometimes, Father, the tasks that are ahead of an aging parent can become very burdensome, so much so that sometimes it exceeds our ability to do things, to function, or even to know how to care for the needs of the many or the needs of our parents. Father, we know that in these times like this, this is a stress, these are stressful moments of this tearing between doing the right thing in love and doing the right thing for our parents. Not easy paths and decisions to make. Father, we pray right now for wisdom and resources. Wisdom and resources we declare over these, this, we declare over Wayne and Barb. 
obviously a heart of kingdom they both carry as they try to tend to the needs of their parents, but those needs can become very massive. And they can stretch resources and they can stretch our ability to function. We pray for healing over their hearts. We pray that they'll find a true sense of wisdom and strength within the Holy Spirit and that what they need to do becomes exceedingly clear. To Literally, we pray that they'll lean into you more and more deeply and that the doors that need to be opened will be opened and that the blessings which they're bringing into this world to tend to their parents will be rewarded with the comfort of knowing that their path is clear, the resources needed are there, and the strength in the Holy Spirit will lift them and carry them. And we say these things in Christ's name. Pray for the pastors everywhere who have lost their first love, that they may return to the will of God and lead by example, understanding that they had no authority over their congregants but are family members in Christ. Well, Father, this is a center of the problem of so many of our dead stone wall churches, our skinny jean pulpit and the pew marshmallow is that too many of the pastors have lost their way tending to the business of the church rather than the worship in Christ. Father, we do pray at this moment for a great shaking of the churches across this nation, a great shaking to the pastors that man the pulpits across this nation, a great shaking that will open their eyes to the true and first and primary love of everything that we do, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And may they teach that with a fiery sense of a warrior. And in these hours, may the pastors suddenly begin to awaken to their greater purpose. And for those that cannot understand this, may they be continued to be exposed, may their congregants diminish, and then may their words fall flat. But for those that have the heart that maybe were lost or are wandering, May that spark of the Holy Spirit reignite their passion. May the things that they may have not seen before be revealed as the Bible begins to read them more than they read the Scripture. And may the strength in our Lord and Savior fulfill them and fill them so greatly that they speak mightily with the sense of a warrior Christ to lead their congregants not to be obedient to their word, or the pastor's word, but to be pursuant and obedient to the personal and deep and and living relationship with Jesus and with you, Father. And we say these things in Christ's name. These are all from Chris Rock. Please be in prayer for a little for little JJ, four years old, who had a, a drowning accident. He is an induced coma at UC Davis. His parents are Jesse and Nicole Roberts. So, Father, we just reiterate that prayer. That's from Sisu. We just reiterate that prayer that of JJ. Just we are praying for a miraculous and profound healing over this young four-year-old boy who fell into a, a coma or something in the tub. We pray for his parents but, and the healing of their hearts and the strengthening of their hearts, and we just put our hands out and pray for a miraculous healing of JJ. 
a profound and shaking healing that will leave even those at UC Davis stunned and awed at the incredible power of the Holy Spirit that will fill this young man and raise him up, heal him almost instantly, and take the parent's burden away. For Friday, hi, Scott, new listener here, though you may as well consider me a regular already. Someone very dear to me has been following your journey and shared with me her thoughts and views about you and what you're doing. She has also shared the two segments where she had spent prayer, re sent prayer requests followed by, I believe, the regular three o'clock prayer live and got to hear you in action. I immediately noticed and appreciated the level of care and respect you have with these prayers. Her story being a heavy one, having experienced some of those the worst that anyone could have could to suffer, including the murder of her young daughter. I was especially happy to hear her prayer treated with care and respect. I pray for her regularly, and her strength in God has been a source of inspiration and renewed strength for me personally. Between our con conversation and prayers and hearing your prayers, that I suddenly felt conviction in taking action and resolving some issues that were on my plate that I had been struggling to find answers for. I immediately left and went to my home, said a prayer of repentance, followed by a prayer of thanks. I then used the power of the prayer to cast out any and all agents of Satan, then prayed that the house and grounds be washed in the blood and consecrated and declared a temple in the, of the Most High, the Most High God, all in the name of Jesus Christ. It was an answer I had been looking for. I would like to request a prayer. It may be odd for what you would normally get on the platform, but it is what my heart, what is on my heart. It is a prayer of thanks that there are good, godly people here to touch people's lives with prayer and that those prayers get through. It is also a prayer of lament for what we have allowed this world to become, whether it be from our ignorance, inaction, or fear, or some oppression we're under a prayer that our prayers grow so loud that you can't help but be heard worldwide, a prayer for our children, their protection and guidance from God, and a prayer for you and for your protection from attacks of the enemy, for your words to be guided by God and that the ideals you have and share be biblical and true. Thank you for doing what, what you are. I believe it is a God work. It is God's work. And go ahead and count me among the warriors among prayer and the powerful weapon that it is. God bless Clinton. Well, Father, I believe that prayer that was referenced was for staying alive. And that's a horror that a mother must endure that we can't imagine. So I want to begin there. For every parent that has lost a child in a horrific way or just lost a child, but the pain that that goes with, and the more obviously it's Satan's hand that drives the traumatic to try to rebuild a wound that's unrepairable, let Satan be on notice. All wounds are healed by the living God and by the blood of Christ. So Jesus, and the authorities given to us, we declare healing over the hearts of the most pained. We declare healing 
of those that have lost a child. And we just pray that the Holy Spirit will fill those wounds like a beautiful mortar to seal the wound and to strengthen the armor. And we rebuke all demonic that's intending to try to use those wounds as a way in. You are now put on notice. You touch these people. You touch their hearts ever again. It will be an immediate one-way ticket to the lake of fire and your tongues forever bound to speak only these words to your two-bit master. Jesus is Lord. So Jesus, we declare mighty healing over the hearts of those who have lost their children. Jesus, for this prayer request by Clinton, we pray for mercy on this nation. Mercy of a nation that has lost its way. And in this moment in time, we pray for the mightiness of the remnant to stand, to be truly those of the word of God, to use the scriptures and the gospels of Jesus as the greatest weapon ever wielded. We pray, Father, that these, these new warriors that are rising up will be the seeds that reset the church here and across the world. We pray for the confidence in these warriors to reach out and to engage, not engage with condemnation, but engage with the love and joy and light that Jesus brings to us to inspire those that have even a heart of doubt or questioning, to turn their eyes away from their weak and pathetic ideological masters and instead have their ears opened to embrace the power of the Holy Spirit and the glories which Jesus brings to us from his sacrifice on the cross. Father, we pray right now for this massive movement of the remnant, to step in and to divide the ranks of the enemy. And in so doing, move a nation that is in an envelope of mercy prayer to a nation that falls to its knees in repentance before you. And Father, in this process, may the awakening of the need, the urgent need to put our eyes on the children be sparked within the hearts of all. And where everywhere the remnant steps, may its heel as it steps on the ground be proclaimed as kingdom ground. And in so doing, may that ground become sacred and holy where the enemy can no longer walk and no longer tread. And as we walk into the world, may each step we take, each breath we make, reclaim this space in the name of kingdom where banners are placed and flags are mounted in the name of a fake rainbow, may they be wilted, collapsed, and broken, for we are reclaiming these spaces in the name of kingdom, in your name, Father. And may this mightiness shake the earth. And may this mightiness cause the enemy to flurry and scurry and begin to do as it did following the breaking of pots and the blowing of horns of Gideon. And may the enemy turn on itself and begin to devour itself by its own craziness and will. And with this, may a light rise up to spark the renewal and hope in our children. May they know that we love them. May we know the kingdom and you, Father, are with them. 
And may they rise up of the adults and the parents and the men and the women to understand that our greatest fight right now is to save the children. And in this effort, as this march goes through the power and the holiness of the remnant, may that passion flow within a society to awaken them from their sleeping slumber, to turn their eyes away from themselves and their budgets and their bank accounts and their material corruption, turn their eyes away from the short-term life of the mortal world and instead place their eyes on our Savior Jesus to awaken a nation in the passion and love for their children and the love and passion for the elderly, the innocent, and those that have no voice. So, Father, in this prayer, we pray for the great shaking of a nation, to move the nation from mercy to a nation of repentance, to protect the children, and to strengthen the hearts of the mighty warriors of the remnant, to understand that we are now the vanguard in this fight, to step in, to wield the power of the Spirit, and to break the strongholds, to allow the mightiness of the angelic order to flow in, and the seeds of love to seat and grow. And we say these things in Christ's name. My dear Bard's people, would you pray for me? My kidney that I had surgery for this not, is not good. Might have, might have to lose it. I believe God can create a new one in me. Would you add your faith with mine in this creative miracle? Thank you, Mimo. Father, we rebuke any idea that this kidney will fail. And in the authorities given to us by our Savior Jesus and the blood of healing and the blood of the cross, we proclaim miracle healing, instant renewal of this kidney, that Mimo's kidney will be restored to the perfection. He will not be lost, but rather brought in deeper into her, made more perfect in her body be it greater than it even was in the beginning. And a renewal of everything within her body that needs to be renewed. Father, we know this is one of those things that for you it's easy. And so we're declaring this, Father, for a great soul to do just this. Again, to create amazing testimony of healing within the world. To leave the medical pharmacia world in shock and awe like they need to be so many times. To leave them unable to describe what's happened other than to say it's a miracle. And let that door be thrown wide open as they now must confront that the true healing, the only true healing, comes not from their medical hands, but comes from you, Father. So bless Mimo. And in the name of Jesus, we declare immediate and restorative healing over this kidney. I would like prayer for my trip to California this Wednesday through Sunday. I will be attending Ray Comfort's Ambassadors Academy for Open Air Evangelism. Thank you, T-Man. Well, Father, we just pray for T-Man to have a safe and amazing journey to California. And then once again, to make this part of a greater awakening, whatever his part is, to have a greater awakening in on the West Coast to shake these demons out, to cast out these communists, 
these God-hating people, to expose them and to diminish their power and to awaken the true heart of the passionate warriors in Christ. May his experience be fulfilling to himself. May it be safe. May it be energizing. And may he leave this academy invigorated in such a great way to step into the world and start lighting the fires of passion for the Holy Spirit and the spiritual war in which we're in. I'm requesting prayers for my good friend in Wisconsin. Her cousin, who was 53, was found dead by his young daughter. An autopsy was performed, and it was the result of an enlarged heart. She found out he was vaccinated twice. My friend and her family are not vaccinated. Please send prayers of love and support for this abrupt loss. I am also asking for continued prayers for the healing of my family. My oldest daughter has not talked to me for close to eight years. I have two grandsons she has not permitted me to see. I recently sent her a letter asking for us to reunite and still nothing. I don't know why she is doing this. I ask for prayers for it to be revealed why this is happening and for us to reunite and rebuild our mother-daughter bond. A mother's love is never ending. Thank you, Bard's family, Lisa O. Father, for the 53-year-old who was passed and found dead by his daughter, you just pray for strength and healing of the heart, especially of the daughter. These sorts of moments is where, as we know so well, Satan uses and sends his demons out to create doubt and seed doubt and even hatred for you, Father. So wherever those feelings are, forgive her for the torment of emotions. We pray healing over her heart. We declare healing over her heart. And Father, on a much greater level, what this represents is the destruction of evil by the hand of evil to so many innocent lives. Father, let this be yet another piece in our declaration and our call for justice and judgment on all of those whose hands were involved in this vax. Those who knowingly and willingly participated in giving something they knew was not healthy for others, only to be executed because of money, bonuses, obedience to job, all the wrong reasons. Let them be exposed. Let them be held accountable. And may this world see truly for what they have done. And Father, in that sense, we will also need to pray for a forgiveness for this family and this young girl. Forgiveness that she can forgive the loss and turn justice over to you, not hold a heart of vengeance. We just pray that vengeance does not settle in. In fact, we rebuke it completely. And any demonic forces around here that are trying to find their way in again, be put on notice by the authorities given to us by Jesus. You are now told if you touch this young lady or you touch this family with any of your acrid nastiness, you shall be cast into the lake of fire and bound to the words spoken for eternity that Jesus is Lord. Father, for Lisa O, oh, 
and her daughter. The love of the mother is never-ending. For whatever reasons have caused this rift, may the hearts of both be awakened to a softness and a forgiveness to open their arms and to once again begin to speak. We pray for the breaking of the chains that are somehow binding the tongues to be able to speak to one another. We rebuke any of the demonic influences that are there to keep this division going. We place a protection, a hedge of protection and love around both of them like an envelope so that they can hear, and we pray for ears to hear once again. We pray for hearts to melt, that the hardness that settles in on a heart or a hardness that settles into not wanting to remember issues, details of what causes a rift, let them be cast out. Let honesty and truth drive the conversations and build the bridge necessary to rekindle what is that which is by birth, the love of the mother to the daughter and the daughter to the mother. Whatever reasons have caused this, Father, we know in the end that sometimes it's not what we think, sometimes it's much more complicated than is being told. However that story goes, that's with you and them, Father. And so truly our prayers are to break down those barriers, to cast out the demons that are holding this back, to insert in there the power of love and the Holy Spirit to fill that place where the demons were, to build the bridge, to open the eyes and ears, to hear and to see and to once again reconnect into a relationship that is truly biblical at birth and at core. Good morning, Bard's Warriors. It's not my, I'm not one to ask for prayer, but Papa is humbling me. I raised my kids and brothers and sisters thinking that my needs thinking that my needs, thoughts and desires don't matter as long as I was making everyone else happy. Now I am on my own and recently ver my very abusive mother died. Before she died, Papa did a miracle to bring her peace. There is so much to this to that story. During the time she was dying, I tried to give her healing medication but I was prohibited from doing so because my family realize, relies on doctors who were killing her. I was yelled at for stealing money and other things. They yelled at me and me when she died. I'm sitting there with her dead body and I don't, and I don't respond much to avoid more yelling. Fast forward to now. They don't say they are sorry and they expect me to go over and continue as normal. I refused. Her service was this weekend and I was not able to make any decisions or be part of it. I chose not to go. I am truly at peace with my mother's death. So the family has decided that I need mental health care and they judge me without knowing my heart. They stole the money I was supposed to get as well. I don't really care about money. My own kids also don't talk, talk to me about anything. I took a stand it may not be the right way, and if so, I pray for forgiveness. I pray for Papa to show me the way and the truth. Papa is so sweet and loving. I don't need mental health care. I desire a family that talks and encourages. 
Please pray that I will be strong in this battle. Papa told me to praise him during the storm and I am. I am not sure what to ask for specifically, but this about this, but supposed but those who pray with the spirit will know. I am open to rebuke, blessings, Maranatha to all of us who face the trials while we fight battles that only those of us battles that only those of us and understand. Mary all in. Father, this is a, uh, again, one of these devastating moments in the stories and annals of modern day. The illusions that were perpetuated and lies that were perpetuated by the medical field, the hospitals, the doctors, the nurses, the propaganda that's come out of our media and our government all to perpetuate an idea that the only people that had the knowledge to save lives as they killed them were the professionals that didn't have the common sense to speak truth, no longer the will to do so either. Father, this is a mired tale of complexities within a family divided. And with this, There's heavy burdens that have been placed on one to walk a mantle, which they've spoken to you. And to carry that is a heavy burden, especially as family pulls away and becomes angry, vengeful. Father, we pray for the breaking of the vengeful heart. We rebuke any of the demonic that has surrounded this, that has come out of the annals and bowels of pharmakia. And we set a hedge of protection around Mary all in. We pray for great wisdom to settle into her heart. And Father, you will know where that needs to be led. If there's repentance to be done, guide her. If there's forgiveness to be asked, guide her. But Father, we aren't intended to be the point of failure or the ones to bear all of the burden, even though we know Christ carried the burden for us. And though it is clear that Mary is willing to carry this, we pray for the truth to settle in. The willingness to help others is powerful, but a life of abuse tends to make us feel like we have to carry the burdens for all. This has so much, the story in this, of Cinderella. The idea of somehow being put within evil stepsisters, constantly abused with others trying to take, and there's probably a heart of jealousy within this as well. So Father, we pray for the destruction of that heart of jealousy, the breaking down of hardened hearts, breaking down of pride and jealousy that is seethed into the relationships. May the scales that are now blinding them to see be cast off, and may the humility of the Holy Spirit be set in. We pray for an envelope of love to settle in over this family. 
a willingness to sit and talk openly. And as truth is spoken, a melting of the arrogance and pride that divides. We pray that the strength of the Holy Spirit will continue to walk with Mary all in. And that rather than being seen as as a threat, that it's the love and joy of the light of Christ that flows through, that touches and diminishes the arrogance to be able to see the love in the heart that they all need together. We pray for healing over this family, Father, and a loss of something that's very difficult because if there's been an abusive mother, as the story is told, likely that abuse was on the hearts and the weight of many. So whatever has happened in the past, may the legacy of ancestral weight be severed and may the bondages built over time be broken and may the love, the loving hearts be freed And may this family experience a miraculous healing, which we declare in the name of our Savior and Lord Jesus, a miraculous healing of love of the hearts envelop this family to cast forward to each to accept forgiveness and to reunite under a new foundation in the love of Christ. And we say these things in Jesus' name. Urgent. There is a baby in Dallas, six months old. She is the size of a three-month-old. The mom lost custody of the baby and she will go to CPS long-term care if the family isn't found for her. They can't find a foster home. If you are a foster family in the Dallas area, please let Nikki know and Nikki, please get me in touch with them. She has a a track, but it will come out eventually. Please pray for Father to send a family to foster her and then adopt her. She is a sweet baby. Please send a family, Father. I cry out to you, Father, to help rescue her. Please don't let her fall into Satan's hands. Faith W. Father, you give us the children to protect and steward. You bring the children into this world as the greatest gift. And so now we pray for a family to awaken to extend their hand and their love in truly the gift, a family that's in need. And there's one out there, Father, a family that's longing to have a child. And it's in this area. You're showing this. It's in this area. May this family hear this message. May this family reach into this community. And may the message get to Faith W. May this family know that there's a gift being awaiting here for them to take and to nurture, to care, to love, and to raise as their own. Father, may you bless this child and may you unite it with what it needs, a loving family to come from this moment of desperation to be able to be lifted and loved and raised up in such an amazing manner that this child will become truly a mighty voice in the voice of kingdom and the love in Christ to have been healed through the true power of love in the Holy Spirit. Bless them and guide them, Father. I need some prayers for my neighbor's kids. Little Massimo has been hospitalized with RSV and is only four months old. The older one, who is 
four is severely immune compromised and has had a past lung transplant. So also please have some prayers for him as well, that his body continues to accept another's generous gift. My 16-month-old has been a carrier with me, not knowing, and is only showing minor symptoms. Please pray for me to be more aware. Simply Jules. Father, with the authorities given to us by our Savior Jesus, we just pray immediate and restorative healing over these children. Not a little bit of healing, not a new lung, but a complete and total restoration of their bodies, a casting out of this sickness, a rebuking of any of the demonic, a restoration of their bodies with a full armor of you, God, to protect them, to strengthen them, to raise them up in the mightiness of the Holy Spirit. Father, we pray that there will not be a need for another lung transplant because the lung that is there will be restored to the perfection of the original and that the body's ailments will be rebuked, cast out, cleansed, and that the blood will flow pure as intended and the blood of Christ will touch this child. And Jesus, we just pray for your hands to touch each child, to restore them fully and perfectly. And in so doing, restore the struggles of the heart of the mother to realize that she has two beautiful children to take no burden upon herself, but now to pray in more deeply, to trust more fully and to declare the joy and the celebration and the praise that must be given to you, father, for the miracles of healing that are here. And and now we say these things in Christ's name. Yesterday was was the first Father's Day without my son. I cried a number of times. Hard day. The one-year grandson, the one-year-old grandson helped. Another topic. I asked a pastor who I have recently admired for years what we're supposed to do with the authority we have in Jesus' name. He basically said, my summary. We go on the defensive and pray for protection to avoid the worst. I was furious with him because of my anger with what's been happening around us. What BS is what I thought. I was ready to break off our friendship and avoid church. What I sense God telling me is show him. Prayers for clarification on that. It means I'll have to get myself into spiritual shape like I used to get myself ready for a 25-plus mile day hikes or century bicycle rides. Keith Klutzdahl. Keith Klutzdahl. Keith, I have a word. Yes, you need to get yourself in spiritual shape. Hear these words. Your pastor is not one to be angry at. He's simply been misled. And he's never had the experience of, an, of encountering the life with the living God. Don't be angry at him. Have a humble heart and show him. Show him through the things around you. But to do that, you have to have incredible trust. You have to let go of any doubt. And the burden that you carry that was hard on your father's day, 
This is where you begin. That's a heavy wound and a heavy burden you carry, but it will be healed as all things are healed by the living God. Use this as the foundation to raise up and to light a fire, a passion to heal others. And your pastor, he'll hesitate. He won't want to see what's before him, so be patient. Breathe and guide and smile when you're scorned. And when the doubt comes, pray for him. Don't rebuke him. Because this is an opportunity not just to affect him, but to affect an entire congregation. You've been given a seat at the table of this church in a way you've never imagined. A door has been opened. Don't close it. God is opening it for you. Step in. And as you step in, be the mighty warrior that you can be. That 25-plus mile hike, this one's a lot longer. It's harder. But here's the thing. You want it. You know you can do it. And God is right there with you to smile and lead you to the top of the mountain. All you have to do is put that foot on the ground. And just like Joshua, and just like all the people that Joshua led, every footstep you make reclaims that ground as holy ground. Be blessed in Christ's name. Prayer update for Jennifer battling stage 4 renal carcinoma. Update Jennifer is not improving and needs some serious spiritual warfare to cast out the evil and demons causing this illness. She now has tumors from the skull down to spine to her sternum. All of this is having a negative impact on her bone growth as well. I will ask for increased continued prayers for Jennifer's health and for her wonderful family as well to be brought to their knees in front of Christ and wage spiritual warfare against the evil spirits causing this illness. Please, Lord, guide the doctor's hands and thoughts as they move forward to with treatment. In, in Christ, anything is possible. We know this. Thank you for your prayers, Bard's family. Ben. Father, there needs to be a shift in this in this moment. And you know that. That's what you're showing a shift, and we can do that shift. So, Father, we sit here today with our prayers and our hands up. We sit here today focusing on Jennifer, and we declare under the authorities given to us by Jesus, we declare rebuking of any demonic influence, and we pray and and declare healing over this body. This is a powerful young soul that lives within She's fighting, but she's being diminished by an energy-sucking parasite that keeps drawing her down. We rebuke all of that, and we cast it out in the name of Christ, Jesus. And we spark the light within her, a righteousness that burns bright. And Jesus, we just ask that you step in here now and hold her, comfort her, bring her to you. Jesus, we ask that with the blood to heal her. And then may that shake the doctors around them, shake them to witness true miracle healing before them, to even force the doctors to question what science they use and now to turn their eyes to you, Father, for the family, 
go to your knees and pray. Be thankful as we turn this over to Father's will. Hold the joy of the love of this young girl in your heart, of your daughter in your heart. And whatever befalls and whatever comes, know that Father has her. Trust in him first above all. So Jesus, we pray for miracle healing. And Father, we say these things in Christ's name, a miracle, fantastic, spontaneous healing over this body to cast out any of the cancer and to restore her to the perfection of kingdom and let her be yet another soldier in this army to speak testimony into the world of the mightiness and glory of the living God and the God of miracles. Amen. It seems like a a trivial prayer request, but my mom and I need prayers today and likely tomorrow too. Our air conditioning is not working right now. In Oklahoma, there is a heat warning because it is the hottest day of the year so far with indexes close to 110 degrees, about 40-ish degrees Celsius. While we keep our house houses, uh, we keep our house warmer than most, it's the humidity I worry about most that makes it so hard. With high humidity comes mold growth. And my mom's blood pressure is also unstable against it, going up two or three, uh, going up the last two or three days. So with the stress of the heat and the air conditioner conditioner money, I'm worried about her. We will be doing all the things to help, but one of those things is maintaining stable blood sugar, which is hard with the heat making her not hungry. And, and no, she is not a diabetic. I know Father is in control and I am doing my best to choose to look with wonder on, on how he is working to fix the situation but I am struggling more than a bit. The country NTP jewel. Well, Father, we pray right now and declare all the resources needed to fix this situation. And we pray for a loving and kind heart that will hear these prayers and step in to help. This is one of these situations where resources of the immediate And the will that we have can be overtaxed and overrun. And this is where the enemy loves to play. So, Father, we begin right away by establishing a hedge of protection. And we declare over any of the demonic that seeks to seep in whispers and doubt that you are now put on notice. Touch this family again. And you are rebuked to the lake of fire and gagged for eternity to speak only these words. Jesus is Lord. So, Father, we pray now for a a massive pouring out of resources resources of the heart, resources of prayer, resources of heaven to rain down. And Father, if it's within your will, as we think, as we know all things are, let this air conditioner just be repaired or the heat diminish, one of the two. Let there be a passing of the intensity of the moment and let all things stabilize. And for the mother, let her health be restored. And let the confidence return to the hearts, the anxieties of the moment pass, and let the power and the comfort of the Holy Spirit fill the entire house and fill each one of them to know that they're in your hands and they're safe. Most of all at the center of this, Father, is the belief and knowing within the heart of each that they are safe with you. No matter what exists outside, nothing will be affected within. So, Father, we pray 
for just this amazing blessing to settle in on this family. An amazing blessing of renewal and renewal in faith and spark of hope and the comfort of knowing that no matter what's outside, they're safe inside. And we say these things in Christ's name. Please pray for my cousin Nina, who is having eye surgery Thursday from complications from the vax. Smeab. Father, so many families ravaged by a bioweapon, the consequences of which will continue to echo for many years to come. And so we have, this is yet another prayer as we have set before, the prayers of healing. And we pray that these prayers of healing from the consequence of the vax will not only restore the health of the body, but we declare healing over the body and healing over the relationship and acceptance of Christ in their heart. And though we cannot expect one to be forced into the love of Christ, we pray that every time we see healing and healing is given for someone who has taken the vax, that an awakening is given as a gift as well a rebalancing of those scales to understand, one, where the healing came from, the origins, which is you, Father, and two, to understand that there's a need for repentance, to understand that the decisions made that led to the vax were ultimately driven by motives that were created by the father of lies. So, Father, we pray for miraculous healing over Smeab's cousin Nina, both in the spiritual and the physical and to restore her to a mighty voice within kingdom. I have a prayer request. Between my sister, brother, and I, we have eight children, and four of the eight have some degree of autism. This can be done, patriots. We're going to see a miracle here. Lean in. Here we go. That is half of our children are autistic. Our children think it is hereditary, but unfortunately we know the truth now. I'm asking that Travis, Charisma, Brianna, and Elijah receive supernatural healing from Father God for clarity of their minds and to be able to focus. Also, my daughter Charisma is pregnant, and I've been praying for her mental health and the health of her new daughter that is on the way. I also have been informing Charisma how childhood vaccines are dangerous, and she has listened, but her doctor has now asked her three times to get her baby vaccinated in the womb. She has told him no so far. Also, my daughter has told she has diabetes and the baby is small. Please include an additional prayer for Charisma and her baby, Charisma and her baby to get through this pregnancy with, with being able to fight the pressure from the doctor on vaccines as well. Both mother and baby come out with this, with a healthy and clear mind. Thanks. Keith from Wisconsin. Father, you put before us many times a challenge to our faith. And so today I hear that. And then I hear these words of Jesus, where is your faith? And so we have it and we bring it here. We speak these words, peace be still. And in the name 
of our Savior and the blood of Christ under the authorities given to us. We speak healing. We speak the name Jesus into this. That all four of these children will be healed miraculously. Victims of a hand of an evil that was never known until recently. A darkness that only the father of lies could create. And so we rebuke any demonic influence around this family. We rebuke the demonic influence around these children. We put on notice any of the demonic forces and the devil himself. Leave this family alone, for we are the children of the Most High. And if the authority is given to us by Jesus himself, you are rebuked, and this family is hands off. Father, we pray for a miracle of healing, and we declare that healing over these four children, a stunning and miraculous statement into the glory of heaven that all things are possible through prayer. And again the words, Peace be still. The storm is stayed. And our faith is here. Shake the demons away. Bring the healing about. Let the children awaken from their slumber. Let them be restored into the mightiness of this land as spokesmen of kingdom. And so, Father, we pray healing and declare healing with the blood of Christ over this family, over this newborn, and rebuking the voice of the demon that comes through the doctor to ensure that not only are these four children restored, but the newborn brought into this world is brought in with the perfection and the love that only a family that has experienced the healing of Jesus can give. Guide them, bless them. In the name of Jesus, this is declared. I'm asking for some prayer of the shoulder rotator cup as I am ice packing and asking prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Colleen Sheehan. Hang on just a second, Patriot. Well, Father, we just put our hands up and just pray for healing over this shoulder rotator cup of Colleen Sheehan. That there be no more pain, that the shoulder rotator will be restored to its full functioning, and that Colleen truly feels the power of the Holy Spirit take over her heart and her body, her mind, her soul, her spirit, the total renewal, and in so doing, finds a deeper and more personal and intimate relationship with Jesus and you, Father. I hate asking for prayer for myself and for my, my small issues, but can you all pray for healing for my left shoulder? I hurt my shoulder playing ball with my nephews of all things, and I'm afraid I tore my rotator cup or hurt it. Been hurt bad for a few weeks, throbbing every morning I wake up and hard to lift an arm over my head and get things done around here. All I know is this is, this is, um, small compared to other issues. But I just want to put into God's hands and know he can heal and is in control. Thanks, Matt B. Matt, this is not small. When we turn to Father for healing rather than to the doctors, we're submitting to the greaterness of kingdom and trusting in him in a way we have always should be. 
our greatest failing is when we turn to doctors first. So, Father, we pray healing over Matt's rotator cup. And we pray for the miracle of healing to restore this fully. And in the so doing, to restore all that's connected with that. Whatever demonic influences trying to influence this, you're rebuked. And there's a hedge of protection put around Matt as he and feel the power of the Holy Spirit just flood in him. And we see this rotator cup healed and restored. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Oh, Heavenly Father, we pray for Scott Kesterson and his brother, which I know very well because I have a brother of my own and I do not speak to, uh, to you for a while, which at a time I was called a conspiracy theorist and crazy. So please do what you've done for me and my brother. Tear down the walls, please, Lord Jesus. Bring his family back together. Whereas Scott can see and talk to his brother and have a strong relationship like you've given me with my brother, where they can build their bond and walk strongly with you together. Because you know that family is so important. And I know, Father, you will restore the connections by your authority in Jesus' name. We all love you so very much, Jesus. And Scott, I will always stand in the doorway and at the breach to protect you. Love you, brother, Jeffrey Edwards. Well, Father, that's a little humbling, a little unexpected. Thank you. Father, I have a sincere prayer for my brother Todd today. You know my heart. And we have had good times in the past. and We've had difficult times. My greatest prayer right now is that the walls of not listening will be torn down. I don't ask him to hear me. I ask him to hear my father. And I don't ask him to just have a conversation, but I ask him to hear the depth and the love that my father has and my mother has for him with the truth and honesty of where things are. Father, my love and respect for my brother is the selflessness, and I don't say that with arrogance, but of not asking for the relationship between he and I to be restored. And you know that in our prayers. That is as in your hand, and I will accept whatever that path is. But what I ask most is honesty in his heart to accept the honesty that my parents deliver, the caring and concern that they have for the choices he's made recently, in particular the vax, the blindness that has been put over his eyes by the following of a woke agenda, and the need that he will must he must have for whatever holds him back, the need he must have to start hearing these truths. And in the process, Father, hopefully, wherever he sits, to be led to Jesus in his own way, in his own walk, to find a healingness, settle into him, and to be leading his family through that new connection and brilliance in the love of Jesus. These things I do pray in Christ's name. Thank you, Jeffrey Edwards. Good Sunday morning, Bard's Prayer Warriors. Update on Olivia. So blessed to be part of a real prayer warriors. Olivia's kidneys are starting to work. 
They have been able to eliminate fluid. Dialysis is still needed. A new doctor has been placed in her case. She was over-sedated. The new doctor took her off all drugs. She is breathing almost on her own. Her body is still detoxifying, detoxing from the drugs she had taken. They have her on methadone only. She still, we still have a long way. Please continue to focus on her brain recovery. Praise the Lord for his mercy and, his, and for his family. What a blessing these past three days have been listening and watching Scott and all of the testimonies and sermons of truth. Going to fight for the life of this young lady with the, with the encouragement, strength, and truth in my spirit. May God bless everyone that came together to, fire, but to be fire starters and flamethrowers for the Lord. May the, rest, may the rest and peace of the Lord be with Scott and healing for the sciatica nerve. Father, asking for a miraculous healing over Scott. In Jesus' name, amen. Much love to all of you. Renee of Faith. Actually, it's Renee Shield of Faith. Father, we are witnessing a miracle in action here of Olivia. And as you work things in your timing, it's like watching layers being peeled off to get to the core of the real problem. She's now been blessed with a doctor who has recognized yet another medical problem that was created by the hands of doctors who has corrected that. Thank you. Amen. And so farther now, what we pray for is the healing of the mind. But this is deeper than that. This is the mind that was misled. And there's a renewal happening here, Father. So we pray for the renewal of the heart that will restore the mind. And with this, we pray for an absolute breaking of the bonds of addiction to any of the drugs. Methadone is given, suggesting possibly heroin. So, Father, we rebuke that demonic spirit. This is one of the darkest ones out there. And you know in my own heart, I've witnessed somebody that worked for me lose his son over heroin. So, Father, we absolutely rebuke that demonic spirit that ties itself to that drug. We break the chains that are binding those addictions. We cast out and rebuke the demonic that's there. And we put our focus on the healing and restoration of the heart to renew the mind, the soul, the body and soul and spirit. Father, we pray for a true awakening of this young lady, Olivia, her eyes to open. And in so doing, Jesus, we pray for a true personal encounter with you. So profound that any of those memories and echoes of the chains of the past even the whispers of the demonic that try to break through are cast out and her mind is made pure and armored up with the helmet of salvation. And for the demonic that try to continue to creep in, especially those tied to the gateway created by the drugs, we now put you on notice. And to the authorities given to us by our Savior Jesus, every one that demon that touches this girl or attempts to touch or breach the, the walls of protection we placed around her. You are gagged and bound, cast into the lake of fire, and forever committed to speak only these words, especially to your own master, 
Jesus is Lord. And may the fires of hell torture you for eternity for attempting to cause any more harm. Thank you, Father, for the blessings. We declare healing. And we say these things in Christ's name. Amen. Hello, Bard's family. Please continue to pray for Olivia. So this is an update, apparently. The doctors are still amazed that she is alive. She has yet a long road to recovery. New request, please, for my sister, Bernadette. She is a warrior of Christ, and she needs help. Her grandchildren, Anna and Wyeth, live in Indiana with their lesbian mother. During the summer months, they visit Bernadette and her husband in Florida. Anna and Wyeth have been exposed to the evil world that their mothers live in. They do not want to go back. Anna will be 18 in April, Wyeth 10. Please pray Father makes the way for Bernadette to get custody. She will begin legal inquiries soon. She is, a, she is in prayer about it. Thank you all so very much. Many blessings. Renee, Shield of Faith. Father, this demonic force that is moving through this nation like a virus and a metastasized cancer that is corrupting the minds of many needs to be stopped. We begin today, Father, by praying for a hedge of protection around Anna. And I'm sorry. Around Anna and Wyeth and to keep them safe in this step forward. We pray for a blessing to settle in upon Bernadette and that whatever barriers that are before her, that those be cast aside and that the strongholds of the evil be torn down. Our prayers, and that we declare here when the authority is given to us by Jesus, a reinvigorating of justice within this space. We pray truly that Two people that truly love these children and children who seek to be with them. If their hearts speak truth, let it be so. And for the mother who's wandered away into the wilderness of sinful living, may she have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. May it be a tremendous shaking in her life to truly face the realities of a balanced scale of what life looks like and whom she serves. May the distortions of what she thinks are true be shown in balance with what the scriptures speak and what the love of Jesus brings. And may that be such a tremendous moment that there can be no doubt the choices that she makes and the consequences that they deliver in this life and through eternity. We pray for that powerful experience to settle in, which in itself will hopefully lead to a greater ease in transition for these children and for the grandparents. Father, we pray for the blessing over this child, the blessing over Bernadette, the seeking of, of a home to bring these children to, to give them truly a sense of stability and love in the body of Christ. Just wanted to give everyone an update on my healing post-surgery. I actually cleared, I am actually cleared to drive at least 30 days, which is normally four to six weeks to be cleared to do so. So thank you all for joining me in prayers over this redneck zebra. 
Well, thank you, Father, for the healing of redneck zebra. We pray for continued and rapid healing and to continue to have the restoration as needed, not only in the physical, but in a deeper and more beautiful, profound relationship with you and with Jesus. Oh, Father, I need so much prayer now for my, from my family here at Bards. I'm about to be rebuked and removed from the church for speaking out the truth about the demons and about LGBTQ and standing up for what God does not want, want here. My brother Keith has to have a meeting about me and I, me, and I need your prayers too. I love all of you so very much, Jeffrey Edwards. Jeffrey, here's a word. Don't cling on to the dead stone walls. The problem we have with churches is that we build communities and we think we begin to rely on the community that lives within the dead stone walls that in a sense becomes a cult. We're not a cult in Jesus. The walls of the church represent the huddle. The world outside is the game. And that's where the plays are made. As you have followed your heart to speak truth, Jeffrey, be encouraged. The Father is right there with you. You are not alone. Whatever befalls is part of the walk in true faith. This is a mantle you carry across you burden, your burden to carry, but it's for the good. Don't be the compliant. Continue to be the change maker. So, Father, we just pray for the blessings over Jeffrey, strengthening of his position, the anchoring of his feet more solidly on the rock of faith, and the turning to a deeper relationship in you, Jesus, to truly follow that path and to walk it proudly, securely within the love of Christ in all that you do, to know that as we speak truth to power, the dead stone walls fall, and the weak pulpit crumbles. My daughter is flying from Florida to Nevada today. I don't agree with her choices. I wish she would find God. Can you please pray for her safe travels and for her eyes to be opened to the greatness of our Lord and her safe return to Florida later this in the week? I appreciate you all so much. Update. Ha! Trapped in Florida on the plane with weather delay and broke her laptop that she needed to for, stu for the stupid trip. You all rock. Thank you, Lord, for this and putting us on the winning team. Please keep praying for her. I would laugh uncontrollably if the flight was canceled. Florida Marine. <laughs> Father, you do have a way of bringing humor to dramatic situations. We pray right now truly for this young girl. And we pray that these moments, as frustrations can be and let frustrations continue to mount, as she continues to walk through the doorways that she should not walk, let those doors be shut that only you can shut. And Father, may the doors that only you can open continue to be open for her to move her to a place where she truly sees the world through the eyes of the living God. Father, her choice is hers, obviously. But again, like so many times, let the scales be balanced. Let her truly experience the passion and love and, and compassion that the 
living through Jesus brings. And may these other things seem that whatever she's trying to do, whatever agendas she's trying to follow, let them become bitter as they really are and let them become shallow as they really are and let the allures and the attractions of the shiny and the, and the material begins to diminish and may the power of the glory of the love and the Holy Spirit rise. And there we ask that she's placed with eyes to hear with eyes to see and ears to hear, truly to hear the love of a mother, to hear the love of Jesus, and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Bless her and guide her in Jesus' name. Good morning, Bard's family. Update on Haley. Great news. Haley is finally home with family. She is recovering quite well considering all the obstacles she's been through with her, with her health. Haley still has the feeding tube in her stomach. She's not using it now as she can eat on her own again. Please continued prayers for Haley. Thank you for your dedication and prayers. Yours truly, Habiba. Well, praise Jesus. Father, we just pray for the continued and rapid healing of Haley. That now that she's free from the medical tyranny system, she's home. May the love of their home continue to fill her and replenish her and may the Holy Spirit simply overwhelm her to see a rapid and incredible healing continue forward, to continue to stun the doctors, continue to shake the perceptions of what healing is, and to continue to draw eyes to the mightiness of kingdom and all that the glory of the living God brings. So Father, we pray healing and declare healing over Haley in a most profound and incredible way to spark truly the fire of the Holy Spirit within her so that she again, she becomes again one of the great soldiers in the army of Jesus to speak to the testimonies of what the living God can bring. Please pray for my daughter that the scales fall from her eyes and she will hear God's direction after a brief relationship gone bad. She knows she and the children need to leave ASAP. It seems her only option is her unimproved wilderness property. She has her VA disability and works part-time when she can. I know God's got this. I pray she sees it spiritually too. See Yahweh. That's from see what Yahweh. Father, there's a sense of clarity in this and a sense of searching. And so we pray, we're going to pray into both. We pray that the continued sense of urgency and clarity of what needs to be done continues to spark that righteousness within this young, this young daughter's heart. And may she continue to make the right moves towards finding peace and stability in her life, even in this wilderness property and keep them safe with a hedge of protection that places around them and to keep them tucked in tight with you, Jesus. But may this also be an amazing moment of revival within the love of Jesus, that the spark and passion within the Holy Spirit fill her and overwhelm her and that truly, Jesus, that she can have an encounter and experience with you that's profound, that you can touch her, heal her, hold her, touch her children, and turn this retreat or relocation into something profound. We pray that this will become a kingdom stronghold 
around her, a kingdom stronghold, and that she'll feel that and pray into that and truly trust in the mightiness of the protection the kingdom can bring to spark a true sense of power of the Holy Spirit within the entire property, a revival and renewal in her heart, her soul, her mind, her spirit, her body. Amen. My daughter at age 42 has nearly on, has early onset Alzheimer's disease. My hubby died of this at age 44 of this. It's genetic. My son is a 23-year-old alcoholic homeless. I am an emotional wreck. I have helped my son and did so much over the years with living with me, thousands and thousands of dollars. I just need prayer for them. My SIL is wonderful. My s- and seeking the best care for my daughter. But all three left the Lord many years ago. I cry every day. I'm trying to find comfort in my Lord, Janet Gutierrez. Janet, a word for you. You need to trust deeply in the Lord and not carry the burdens of decisions that your children have made. That's not easy. This is not an impact on you as a mother. This is about a world where we are all given free will. Father, we pray right now. We declare healing over Janet's heart to give her strength and comfort. And Jesus, we pray truly that you'll fill her and replenish her and provide her with rest and comfort. For her daughter, we're going to declare absolute healing over this. Whatever this disease is, Alzheimer's, whatever it comes from, Father, we know that you can heal it all. So with authorities given to us, we declare healing over Janet's daughter. Miraculous healing over Janet's daughter. Janet, a word, let go of the constraints of genetic because you're taking that on personally. You're making that seem like it's part of you. It's not. Trust in God. Let go of the term genetic. You're looking at this wrong. It's God speaking there. Turn your eyes to kingdom. This is a powerful moment of prayer and healing. And in this process, again, Janet, take the weight of the burden off of you. You have not failed at all. This is part of a path that we walk in a broken world. Enjoy your daughter. Give her love, as I know you do, but enjoy her. Father, whatever your will is with the daughter, 42, we, we declare healing. Be it your will, we declare healing over this, this 42-year-old young lady to overcome that ancestral bond and chain that's for some reason is coming through. Break it. The ancestral bondage is broken and the genetic issue is broken. We no longer recognize it. We cast it out and break it. And the demonic that's finding its way in there, you're, we're setting a hedge of protection around and we're putting you on notice. Demons, if you touch this young lady, if you continue to walk her down this path, 
you will all suffer the same consequence, only worse. Not only will you lose your mind, you will only be able to speak the words, Jesus is Lord, and forever be cast into the lake of fire. So, Father, we pray miraculous healing. And for the son, who is alcoholic, Jesus, this is a moment when we ask for you to show your presence, to touch him. Alcohol is another demon. Every time it's someone drinks, the portal opens and more demons follow in. So we pray for a hedge of protection around this young man. The burdens of homelessness create helplessness. So, Father, we pray here in Jesus, we ask that your presence be made to him. Let him witness you. Let him touch you. Jesus, please touch him and let the blood flow to heal that wound that sits within his heart, that drives him to alcoholism. It's, we're, we're, we're witnessing here now as our hands are up the mortar that's placed in there by the Holy Spirit to heal that wound, the salve that simply takes away any sort of addiction or desire to drink alcohol, whatever that pain is, we're wicking it out and drawing it out now. The Holy Spirit's pulling it out. And Jesus, just make your presence known to this young man. Open his eyes to drop the scales. Let him see you and feel the power of your love and the glory of kingdom. May this young man now reach out to his mother. May the addictions and bondages tied to them be broken. And may he now step into the gap, which is so needed. As the daughter, his sister, is facing a challenge, we need the young man to step into the gap and to bring unity back to the family, a circle of love. Father, we declare these things in the authorities given to us by our Savior, Jesus. Be it your will, we ask that this healing be complete and made. The three lives that are broken be brought back to one and knitted together in the perfection of our kingdom, of Jesus and of you, Father. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Greetings, family. I need some help with prayer, if you could be so kind. My granddaughter, Amy, who is three and a half years old, her mother was intoxicated and on a few other substances as well and was and it was passed out. Her daughter Amy, knowing not what to do, finally called her second grandmother because she was hungry. To make a long story short, Child Protective Services were called, and Amy was removed from her home and put in our custody until her father returns from South Carolina. This may be three weeks, but it looks to be more indefinite because her mother is not, com is not compliant. Any prayers would be grateful, gratefully appreciated. Team AK. Father, the center of this prayer is a three-and-a-half-year-old child that's become victimized by a world which she had no choice in. And so, Father, we begin by setting a hedge of protection around this three-and-a-half-year-old child, Amy. There's obviously a loving grandparent that seeks to have her in, in good care. And there's obviously a demonic force that's in here trying to meddle around to make it difficult and to create trauma for this three-and-a-half-year-old girl. 
His three-and-a-half-year-old girl shows resolve. A three-and-a-half-year-old's to call her grandmother. She's got spirit. She has... She seeks no harm. She just seeks to do the right thing. So Jesus, just ask to begin with, if you can just be present with her, fill her. Let her feel the Holy Spirit. Let her heal from what she's witnessed and let her be a spark in itself to heal her mother. But her mother's on a path. It's going to be a while. Her mother's going to walk a path here that's going to take some time. And unfortunately, like so many things, one must fall hard sometimes to be awakened, to be rebuilt. So, Father, we ask for that path, whatever that is, that this mother can be restored. And wherever she is now, that we pray for the casting out of demons and the influences, and we pray for the restoration of her heart with a profound and life-changing experience in the presence of the Holy Spirit and the living God. That the scales, again, as she's walked in life with the imbalance of those things that have drawn her into drug abuse and whatever else are now seen as truly the chains that bind. And we cast them out and break them with this prayer. We declare breaking of those chains and freeing of her into the world. And may the experience of this and the lovingness of her daughter be enough to bring her back. But the child again, Father. We pray truly and declare safety and love for this child to be moved to whosoever house, whoever environment she needs to be given a loving and nurturing environment and in the process be given strength in the kingdom to, to rise up, to be mighty under the banner of Christ. Healing for all in this process, each one going through a process to lead to something greater down the road yet yet to be realized. A strengthening of the mother, mother, a strengthening of the daughter, a strengthening of the father, and a unity through the grandparents and family all in one. We pray these things and declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. This is damage from yesterday's Texas storm. Circuit board fried no way of knowing if motor fried until board replaced could run over a thousand. On top of that, something needs to be done in the meantime, window units to cool the house down for the dogs and Holly's health are going to run around $1,200, but no choice but to get them. Need an EMP shield at some point soon to prevent this type of thing from happening again. Not sure how the Lord is going to provide the needed resources, but I know something he will kills me that I'm out here a thousand miles away and she has to deal with this stuff. Keep praying, defy tyranny, defy tyranny a word. This isn't all intended to be on you. And this is just the Holy spirit and me speaking at once, set up a GoFundMe, lay out your needs and trust in father to deliver. That's part of what we do. So I hope you hear these words. We're spinning around things that are not necessary for you to carry all. It takes a humility of heart to reach out, not just in prayer, but to say, I need help, and we're willing to be there. That's what we do. This is a family. So set that up, and if you need help, let us know, because people can help you do that to try to address these resources. This is how Father works. 
because we work together through the body of Christ. So, Father, we just ask for a blessing over this family. We understand that trials like this can come. Storms can shake things, leave us off balance, financially short, resources short. Father, we also know that through you, all things work and are possible. So we just pray that right now that these resources begin to, um, to flood in and that the stepping in by defy tyranny, that to set up the avenue and ability to collect those resources, be it a go, a give, send, go, a go, go fund me, whatever, give, send, go. And also that through contacts and unexpected grace, that the things needed will pour in and that these burdens will be lifted. And in the process, it's not a question of how Father will do it, that just the simple knowledge that Father will and the trust also in the greater community settles into the heart that we are here as a family, not just immediate family, but as a family as Bard's nation. Ask for the prayers and blessings over this family. In Christ's name. Scott and Bard's nation, thank you for all you do. I know I would not have made it through these last three years without all, without all of you. Scott is great, but this community in Christ is what makes it all possible. Thank you so. I live on Long Island and have no friends here because the spirit of truth moves through me often and no one here wants to hear what I have to say. They are too busy on their cell phones and TVs. I live my life in Christ, love and prayer, and see... Uh, and see that at least, and see, and they see that at least. I am a giver, a healer, a family man, singer, and a carpenter. I have no gender issues and take care of my responsibilities. I love to work. I give all to others, pray for others, and ask nothing for myself until now. And I find it very difficult. Do not pity me. I am well and strong in spirit, but I find my body weakening. I am not sick that I... I am not sick that I know of. I do not visit doctors. However, some days I just literally cannot move about and do anything. It feels like an energy issue tied to an emotional problem that I have laid before Jesus with all my heart, but it is not resolved yet. So now I lay it here to my friends, to my prayer warrior family, so that I may find strength. Just writing this feels like the hardest thing I have ever done. I pray now for the courage to get through this and post this. Several weeks ago, we prayed for my stepson and daughters. I hope no one regrets that. Three years ago, right before COVID-con hit, my stepson was taken into a pre-dawn raid by the FBI. My grandkids were home with their mother as well. The charges regarding child porn, no sexual contact, but no excuses. He is guilty. This is the person I know. This is not the person I know. I don't know what demon got in, but needless to say, it devastated the entire family. I will continue to struggle with the forgiveness on this. I asked Jesus to fill me with temperance. Kathy, my wife for 21 years now, lost her job just before this, then after COVID hit and changed the world. She is still in denial as far as I can see. Her son can do no wrong, and neither, neither one seems to want to take any responsibility for their actions. This, is, this has caused a major rift in the family with me in, in the middle, trying to keep everyone together. 
I will fight to the end for my marriage. I made a pledge, and I love her, and she loves me. I will also fight for my grandchildren, all of whom were affected in a different ways, and, and some are being sheltered away from us while others are in care three days a week normally. I was lucky enough to have a job where I could work around the kids and all went as well as it could for three years now. We still have no final sentence, and when they move my stepson somewhere far away, more than likely my wife will move us just so we can visit him as much as possible. This would be, of course, this this would, of course, move us away from the grandkids, which are more important to me. After we prayed on bended knee, I lost my job. I don't. I won't go into the st- the irony of having your bro- your brother fire you from a job you got him. Got him. I need to take care of the grandchildren. The kids can't afford childcare while both are working full time, especially this summer coming up. My wife keeps pushing me to find work, yet I am laying it out to God because I want right work, not quick money. We are not destitute, but she doesn't want to dip into her money. I am a breakfast I am at I am at breaking point trying to keep marriage and family together and in Christ always pretending everything is fine. I ask for grace and humility to descend upon my wife Kathy. May she feel Jesus truly working in her life. I ask for my stepson Taylor to get on his knees before Christ and beg for forgiveness. And I ask for the strength of myself so I can continue to stand with Jesus and my family and to find the right work on the path ahead. Sean White The demon that settles into the heart of the unwitting, that draws them into some of the most heinous things. Pornography. This is the enemy's weapon, Father, to do exactly this. To disrupt a family, to break relationships, to stress people, and to take what was a happy and knitted family and turn it as if it's thrown into a blender. So, Father, we begin today with a massive hedge of protection around this family. And the authorities given to us by Jesus, we declare and rebuke all demonic influence on this family. This hedge of protection is one of heavenly fire. That if a demon even comes close to this family, not even whisper, but comes close to this family, you will be immediately bound, gagged, and sentenced to an eternity of speaking these words, Jesus is Lord, and you will definitely guaranteed in this as you are cast into the lake of fire, speak these words to your Lord and Master. And you know the consequence. This family is persona non grata to any demonic force ever again. For the family, and we begin with the stepson. Jesus, we pray for an encounter. The one thing that you have shown me is that within the walls of jail, there is the greatest powers of the Holy Spirit. It's a place where people end up that have no other place to go. And in those moments, their eyes turn to you. An amazing event. We pray that the stepson, we pray that he will have that moment, that Taylor will face you, have an encounter with you, and truly have to confront what he's done. No more denial. 
And those demons that are still circulating around, remember, you have been rebuked. You have no authority over him anymore. And we pray into the heart of Taylor. We pray into the heart of Taylor to speak Jesus into your heart. And Jesus, we pray that Taylor will have an encounter with you, a profound encounter. One that's life-changing. And one that brings truth to the surface, that he can no longer turn his eyes away from what was done but to boldly take himself before the throne and to admit what was done. And as a consequence, is a balance to this, Father, not a consequence, but a balance. We pray this, that if for every moment that he resists that truth, he feels the weight get heavier, but an understanding of a door that only you can open that gets wider and wider that he can see that he can step through. The balance of choice must be put before him. And the balance of consequence must be made clear. To deny accountability is a weight that will be impossible to carry. To accept accountability will be a freedom that only heaven can give. For Sean White... This is a difficult time but you can't carry the burden of the whole of all of this on your shoulders. You are the father, you are the grandfather, you are the husband. And now more than ever, you have to let go of whatever burdens you're carrying on your heart towards your stepson Taylor. There is a free will component, but there's an evil attack that was laid on your family. And it was done to do exactly what is there. Tell your wife you love her. I don't know if you need to do that or not. That's a word given. Tell your wife you love her. Remind her. And assure her that her love for her son will never die. Father, we pray for the burdens on this family that have been heavy and placed upon the the father of lies truly just be rebuked and cast off, that there becomes a light and a filling of this void of, with the Holy Spirit, that the mortar of the Holy Spirit truly fills and heals these wounds that are heavy. And as the wounds are healed, let the scales fall and eyes to be seen and things to be seen clearly. Accountability and acceptance of failure of your son is a hard one to do. Mothers in particular love their son eternally and love their children eternally. But this is one of these moments that the boldness and strength of the Holy Spirit must settle in, into the heart, to strengthen the heart of the mother. We pray for a strengthening of the heart of the mother. That truly, that Kathy will feel that flow in there to understand that it's okay to speak truth and you still won't, and you won't stop loving your son. We are not perfect. God knows that. So we pray, Father, that the strength will settle in on Kathy's heart, that she will be able to bring this to you. There will be tears. Let the tears flow. Open your heart to let the tears flow. And so, Father, we pray for the cleansing of the heart. And in the cleansing of the heart, to be set free from the fear of having to accept a truth about Taylor. 
This is not a this is not an attack, a burden that the family must carry. It's intended to be because that's the father of lies, to make a mark on this in such a way that the family feels stained. The family's not stained. Cast that off all. And may the staining that Satan has put here be washed away. And may the light of Christ cleanse it all. And Jesus, we just ask it for your presence in this family to fill them, to reassure them, to re-spark that love, to bring humility, which will bring tears. With tears comes healing. With healing comes the rejuvenation of the Holy Spirit and the love that comes through all of us. And may the family be reunited and knitted in their love, whether together or apart. And with this, may the Father, Sean White, we pray, be seen truly for what he is, the strength the pin that holds it together, and to reunite the family under a strong father and strong grandfather in the love and compassion that he has for all of them and it carries in his heart. Bless them, Father. We declare blessing and we declare healing over this family and all that's said in the name of our Savior, Jesus. I feel like I'm watching all those things we've been preparing for play out. There are... They are not working to restore power at homes. Rather, they are setting up cooling centers. Do you recall when Scott mentioned this plan? I'll see if I can find the video clip from my friend in California where she's talking about these centers. Heat index expected to be over 113 today. Yesterday, they closed the highway to both directions to restring power lines. So, in essence... Our little area without power in the local grocery store with no fresh food cannot easily get to resources over in Tyler. They are demonstrating how easy it will be to isolate people and limit resources. I find it I finally got a propane delivery yesterday even evening, but many folks do not have generators. Now they are telling people to boil their water. Well, without power or gasoline, many folks can't boil water. I see the wearing down of people, the anxiety, anger, frustration, hopelessness. I am in a very small community, not a big city, and I still see people who do not have the skills to get clean water, and none of us can cool ourselves. With so many trees down, it will be interesting to see if wildfires start to pop up. The war is real, and people are already worn down. Please pray for Tyler and all of Texas de Sala. Yes, indeed, Father, the war is real. And all things in Babylon will be revealed and all the structures of this Babylonian hell will be torn down. We pray right now for just a rejuvenating spirit over Tyler. We, we pray truly for the resources of heaven and declare under the authorities given to us by Jesus resources of heaven to replenish this town and this community. Whatever heat wave is there, we just pray that it will be broken and dispelled and the cool storms, cool weather will, be, will prevail. For the lack of resources that currently exist in the physical, may new, in, new avenues be opened that only you can open, Father. And through all of this, may the community, Father, than finding themselves desperate and worn down, turn their eyes to Jesus. And we pray this, Father, that there be a rejuvenation in the souls of this community that the Spirit lifts up and looks towards Jesus, a true rejuvenation of the love in Christ, to realize that this is the world we're in, but we're not of this world. And to spark that joy, to bring joy back to their hearts, because with joy, the strongholds of the enemy are broken. 
May the community then find the moment even to come together, Father, and we see it, a community coming together to sing him, to praise you in the most desperate hour, to be the defiers, to be the overcomers, and to come together. And we pray and we see this community coming together, Father, raising their hands to heaven and praying and singing singing Jesus, singing him. Let, let that be the moment, the example of truly being overcomers, to understand that through you all things are possible. And let the strongholds of the enemy and the evilness of the enemy be cast out and be broken. And we say these things and declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Prayers for Montana to have her daughter reconnect with her. There's been no contact since graduation, and her mama heart is in pieces. We lift our sister to her father in prayer to mend what may be broken and bring her child back to her, Nikki. Father, this has been an ongoing issue. We had some breakthroughs in graduation with Montana. Whatever those reasons are that have been separated, seems somebody has been misguided. A young girl has potentially been misguided in her ways. Unfortunately, the power of the enemy is profound. The whispers of the evil one, when someone starts to break away, become more intense and lures them in like the serpent does. This reminds me of the story of Eve. Whatever that whisper is, it seems to be very powerful, especially on young girls. We're praying for a hedge of protection around Montana's daughter. And this is where we're praying for true intercession in prayer, Father. A profound strike and blow at the enemy. Like a powerful sword or a lightning bolt that'll sever and break that bond that the enemy has forever. It's broken. And in that moment, just like a massive, powerful, fiery wall settles in around Montana's daughter. A wall that ensures that the enemy is rebuked. And with the authorities given to us, we do rebuke the demonic around her. That from this point forward, you are gagged and bound. If you so dare to cross near her, you shall be cast out into the lake of fire and forever be bound by the words and speak only the words, Jesus is Lord, ever eternity. Hands off. For those in her life that are whispering these things, whatever's causing this disruption, your words will no longer fall on ears that can hear you. Father, we pray and declare ears that can hear with the clarity that only you can give. And may the scales be balanced again. That the images and the things of torment that have pushed her away, at least in her mind, that the slate be cleared and let the true sense of where she sits be, become visible. May her eyes see truly now as eyes of you, Father. Let the anger or the hesitation or whatever anxiety, whatever's in her heart be flushed out. And we pray for a renewal of a heart, of a loving and forgiving heart. And then we pray for strength. Because there's something holding this young girl back. It's fear, it's timidity, it's something. It's, there's a lack of strength to step in and do the right thing. It takes courage to break from your captor. We cast and rebuke that captor. We sever the chains. 
And now for Montana's daughter, we pray strength into the heart to step out, to lead, and to overcome. For Montana, patience and prayer, not a fractured heart. This is a rebuke. That's weakness in kingdom. Don't be there. That's the enemy working on you. Stand strong in kingdom. Father has this trust in him. And it's not easy as a mother. But a glimpse was given into the power of the Holy Spirit to bring your daughter to have connections with you with the graduation. Don't have the expectations that things will fix immediately. Things like this take time. Father moves at a pace that is not yours or mine. It moves at his clock. So stand strong and smile. You, a gift was given, a gracious gift of showing just how mighty our Father is. And now your daughter's slowly being worked by the Holy Spirit. Father's there. It takes time. And he will bring your daughter home. But there has to be healing done. Whatever's caused this rift, it didn't just come out of anywhere. There's something deep. And your, your daughter has the right of free will. And it's a matter of awakening the balance in her life to see truly the consequences of actions and see the truth in the path we walk. So let us celebrate the love of Father and understand that these things in time will heal. We do pray for as quickly and possible, as fast as possible, Father, but we also know in this case there's something here that you're moving steadily. So what we need more of is more love in prayer. Pray into love. Pray into love for this young daughter. Pray in for the strength of Montana. And we pray for her. We pray for this family. And we just pray for the blessings to flow into this family. Of just a beautiful flowing river of blessings into the hearts of all the family members. So whatever these rifts are or pain is, it's washed away. That's the enemy still working in there digging and mining in the division. Cast it out. Fill your heart with, with love and let the family be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit in love. And Jesus, I just ask you to be the shepherd here. Step in and just give them that smile, a glowing place to understand that all things are okay. As difficult as it is, things are moving as Father intends. Pray for healing, and healing is given. We declare healing and patience. We declare healing and unity. We pray for something greater out of this than has ever existed before. And we say these things in Christ's name. Praise report and prayer request. A few weeks ago, we prayed for Sonny, who had myriad of health problems, no vax associated, paralysis on one side of, his, of her face, mouth and throat, severe pain with two fused cervical discs and a crippling pain and loss of mobility due to the problems from the botched placement of a titanium rod inserted in her shin. I am so thankful to God who has healed her. Her neurosurgeon doesn't understand why she no longer requires surgery for her neck to separate to separate or, or repair those discs. Her leg is fine. God is great, so mighty. I thank him and all of you. Praise Jesus. So, Scott, it is time to throw down again. Okay, we're ready. Let's do this. My prayer request is for Rudy, 
About 10 years ago, he began suffering strokes due to cyclical cell anemia, or sickle cell anemia. Prior to the strokes, he was very fit and very strong. He was a personal fitness trainer and worked out a lot. Now he can't walk. He can't even cut his own meat. He has lost most of the use of his, of every part of his body. He has been in rehab facility for 14 months. I talk to him most days. I keep telling him that Jesus is real, that healing happens. He is slowly coming around, but we know he can't, we can't force someone to get saved or to believe. I wish I didn't live 7,000 miles away from him or else I would visit him every day and teach him how wonderful our Lord is. So my prayers are twofold that the scales fall from his eyes and that he come to Christ and that the experience of healing is so profound that he will not be able to give credit to anyone else but Jesus. Thank you, Scott, and to all my fellow prayer warriors, Donica Myla Bullock. All right, Danica. Okay. Danica's going to have a Bards Fest in Chile, too. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. I might go there, just so we say that. Father, we want to begin with praise and just humbleness before you for this incredible story, a miracle of healing that only you can deliver. So thank you, Father, as we declared those healings and just thank you so many ways for reassuring us, showing us, demonstrating to us truly the power of our prayers and the power of the Holy Spirit in healing in all things. Father, we have a new prayer today for Rudy. And this is another one of these that we step up to the challenge. We step up into the mightiness of the sons and daughters of the Most High. And we declare healing over Rudy. And with the authorities given to us by Jesus, this healing we we declare is profound. He's slowly starting to see the power in our Lord and Savior Jesus. Father, sometimes people need a little spark. We need a big spark for Rudy. Father, we are declaring healing over Rudy, a healing that's so profound and so miraculous that no one will be able to explain it, that there won't be possibility of denying that this is a true miracle, that after 14 months of therapy, and he'll, all his capacities will be restored, that once again he will return to his ways of the past of being a fitness trainer with all the capacities restored to him, that whatever this disease is, This is a demonic attack. And so we pray for a hedge of protection around him and we rebuke and cast out all demons that are related to this. We break the chains and the binds that they've built. And within him, in his heart, we speak Jesus. And so, Father, with that, we pray and we declare that this healing will be so profound that there'll be no denying where this healing comes from, that it will truly be a moment of of inspiration and awakening to realize that the healing came only from you. And from that point, to truly feel and experience the power of the Holy Spirit, a transformative force that heals, rebukes the demons, restores, and elevates a love in the heart to create a warrior in kingdom so mighty that everything he does here forward is committed to kingdom and speaking the word of Jesus through the testimony of miraculous healing. We declare healing over Rudy in the name of Jesus and the blood of the cross. Prayer request for Linda in Washington State. She listens in on, on her PC. She needs a new roof and is in a wheelchair. Please join me. Prayers, V. 
this is a case of resources, Father. And so this is, we're praying for a community to step up. There's something here. Someone who is in need. This is a solution that community can solve. Resources, a gift from you, Father, by mobilizing the hearts of those around Linda to hear her need and to step in and to mobilize to do what we must always do, to raise each other up in the body of Christ. So, Father, our prayers here are for building community and inspiring community to give into kingdom. And in this case, the giving into kingdom is to bring a new roof for Linda and to inspire through that the cohesiveness and knittedness of the body of Christ to replenish that gifting and sense of a heart of a cheerful giver in each one that participates, a blessing that multiplies 10 and 100 fold for each one that steps in. And may the community be connected this way, brought together closer. We see even a, a barbecue afterwards and a coming together, a breaking bread. May this be another example of the powers of campfires. And so we pray into this, the spark of campfires and coming together and breaking bread, a community coming together to heal, to help, to aid, to assist, to raise up, and in the process, all be touched beautifully by the love and power of the Holy Spirit. We declare these things under the authorities given to us by Jesus. This is an update on my friend Sandy Weyer, a J6 here in Pennsylvania who had her trial on Jan June 5th and 6th. Scott prayed a beautiful prayer for Sandy on bended knee on June 2nd. Sandy felt the peace of God in the D.C. courtroom. She was found guilty on all five charges, two federal and three misdemeanors. Her judge has a 98% conviction statistics towards J6 defendants. Sandy's sentence is in September. She faces 7 to 42 years in jail. This is heartbreaking as it is for all the J6ers who love this country. Thank you, Bard's family, Gettysburg girl. Father, it's hard for us to understand this walk, and maybe it's not even of kingdom for us to understand. What we know is that there is an evil moving here that seeks to punish and destroy. We are going to make two prayers, and some of this, we're going to pray hard on this, Father. We're going to pray to rebuke this judge and rebuke this sentence. We pray for, this is a true praying for intercession of supernatural force here. To rebuke this sentence and this judge in such a way that there is no way that this sentence will be carried out. That there will be no time in jail, and we declare that. And with the authorities given to us by Jesus, greater works than he, we are now declaring that there is no hold, no binds, no chains that will keep Sandy in jail. And there's truly a hedge of protection that's set around here. And then though, even though the demons are trying to knock at the door, trying to whisper failure, whisper internment, all of you are now rebuked. And again, by our authorities, not only are you rebuked, but you're, even your presence near her will bind you and cast you to the lake of fire forever committed to speaking the words, Jesus is Lord to your master. 
and all the punishment that comes with that thereafter. Father, we pray for strength in Sandy Weyer, strength in her heart not to be down. And whatever befalls to continue to have eyes on you. Some of this is your will. Some of this is a path we don't understand. But Father, we also know that you place us like Paul in many places we don't expect. So we, if it is your will, we truly pray for the breaking of any sort of bondage, change, or threat, or even outcome that would lead to her in jail. At the same time, to give reassurance and strength in her heart that wherever you place her is where you need her to be. Bless her, Father, and guide her. And we say these things in Christ's name. My sweet mama needs your prayers. On March 25th, she had two strokes deep in her left brain. God worked many miracles, and I actually watched her knit her brain and body back together. She went from hardly being able to work or walk and talk to doing both and being able to go home a little more than 36 hours after strokes happened. She had some intriguing issues, but unless we knew what happened, you could not tell she had a stroke. However, about three weeks later, she went back into the ER for stroke-level blood pressure. At that point, we, th- we think she had a very small stroke that really set her back. She can walk and talk, but is having trouble with finding her words. Her entire right side will seize up and go weak suddenly, which impacts her walking. Her sciatic nerve is extremely inflamed, according to her, her physical therapist, and our chiropractor. And since July or June 8th, have been dealing with some major GI issues that are causing her blood pressure to be uncomfortable. Emotionally, she is going through a lot. She feels she is letting me, me and God down because she her role in our homestead is so limited now. And she misses her two-mile prayer walks through the neighborhood. Both of us believe it is those walks that Satan wanted to stop. We are doing what we can nutritionally throughout through and through lifestyle to help heal, but my knowledge base in these areas is maxed out with our functional MD and chiropractor. My sweet mama's name is Janet. She homeschooled three kids since a, as a single mom and has buckled bucked the system her whole life. She is also a, a B-dad, but does not get to listen as much because her mind cannot handle doing more than one thing at a time. So please pray for God to heal her, either through the miracles, works, and power, or teach us how to help her body to heal, and for Father to help her understand that she is still fighting the good fight of her glory, Jewel. A warrior in Christ, Father. Father, we begin this prayer with a prayer of reassurance to let Janet know that you can let her know that you're there. You're there going to tell her this is a word. Janet, Janet, Father's there. You've done nothing, but just he smiles. You're courageous. You're a powerful warrior. What amazement. So, Father, we just pray that that will settle in on her heart and that confidence will get her back to that foundation of where she was fighting before to overcome those obstacles that Satan put in her way. Let the memory of those prayer walks be an inspiration to return to that place, to get back to where she was, 
not an anchor. Satan wants to use that as an anchor. He's trying to get in there and meddle around and trying to make that seem like he will never get back there. So the memory, rather than being empowering, is now becoming an anchor. We break that. We cast it out. Satan, you have no authority here. We rebuke you and we cast you out. And any of the demons that step in there, you're rebuked and cast out. There can be no touching of this woman. If you so dare come in this place, you will be cast into the lake of fire forever, eternity, and to speak the words of Jesus as Lord forever. Oh, I can hear there's demons that are not believing this. Go ahead and give it a try. See how that works for you. You're going to have a bad day and a bad eternity. Go ahead. Try it. This hedge of protection is mighty. This is one of God's warrior warriors in Christ, and God knows this. And this trial right now is also for the family. There's a greatness of transition here. As the words are spoken, you've done all they can from what they know, but their limits are taxed. Father, this is time for the wisdom to flow in and the resources to step in, new opportunities and doors that only you can open. To understand now that what's being learned here is not just for the moment, but for the future that we have yet to experience. There's something here very powerful in working together, both as Janet seeks to reclaim that strength and foundation in the, in the power of Jesus, that rock to know you've done no wrong. You're still a mighty warrior. God recognizes that. And we pray into that and reinforce that. But equally, Jewel, reach beyond what you're comfortable doing. Trust in Father. There's something you said that's powerful. She's a B-dad. You need to be one too. Don't know if you are, but that's a powerful statement. God's recognizing that. Not recognizing it because it's bards, but because what it represents as a true patriot warrior fighter in Christ. And your mother is that fighter, and so are you, Jewel. This is a time of awakening and transition. This is a time where Father is literally bringing together the warriors to raise up others around the mighty warrior that raised them. Trust in that. We pray and declare healing over, over Janet. We pray and declare miraculous healing over Janet. And it's the healing that begins in the heart. Casting out those whispers of the demons. And Jewel, you need to be there strong as well. Your mother is giving you testimony that you need to lean into, pray into, and to be that strength now that she was for you. And to be there to remind her that the mantle is slowly being passed to you. This is your opportunity now to be as mighty as ever before. And as you do, to raise her up and pray into this and cast those demons out. Give her the strength that she needs. This is one of these times when a warrior's been hit hard, not once but twice. The first time they stood up, the second time Satan hit hard. And Jewel, one other word for you. You need to do those prayer walks yourself. Don't stop doing them. And when you do them, maybe get a cell phone or something and talk to your mother. Have her walk with you as you do the prayer. This is important. This is building back the bridge. This is a profound healing here. This is incredible. This is really like Satan's done everything he can and he's losing. And it's time now to strike a blow devastating the enemy. We're putting up the hedge. Now, now continue with those things that, that it's trying to stop because there's something powerful in those prayer walks. So, Father, we declare healing and protection over these two, over this family. And Holy Spirit, we just ask that you'll rush in and flood in. And we're also posting war angels now. War angels, we want you to step in here and seek out and destroy this enemy that's trying to de defile this family. This is one of God's mighty prayer warriors, and there's new ones in the ranks. 
And so I proclaim and declare with the authorities given to me that you can now strike and destroy the evil that threatens this family. And the four angels are launched. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I could use some prayers, friends. I'm in Wyoming, and we are supposed to get hit hard with hail this afternoon. Pray for my garden, please. Blessings to all. Chandra Pullet. Well, Father, we are praying that this storm, this threatening Chandra Pollock is diminished and moved around her property, but not moved around to harm others, but cast into a place that will cause no harm. And this storm simply just diminishes that the powers and authorities given to us that we literally peace be still. We speak it, peace be still, and we rebuke this storm. And that the storm for everybody's gardens will be protected. There will be no more, if anything, it just becomes a light and needed rain. We say these things in Christ's name. Prayer request for God to be with our church youth group as my teenager travels with them this weekend. They spend a week each summer volunteering in local charities in town and then celebrate the trip with with a white rafting trip. My teenager has calluses on his hands from helping hang siding and and a rash from poison ivy, but he's still thrilled about the whole experience. We ask for prayers for God that continues to cover these young generations that love and inspire them to stay close to him. God bless Andrea. Well, Father, we just pray for a massive hedge of protection and just a fulfilling in their hearts of the Holy Spirit for all these youth that are out here and Andrea's son that are out here in this mission to just seek Jesus and do the things that truly builds the true church in the world. And may each one of them have just an incredible encounter that will leave them forever locked with eyes on Jesus and passionate for the pursuit of Christ and the bringing of the real church into the world. Bards FM, could you please pray for Steve Kusick tomorrow at Bended Knee? Scrolling back, I see looking for he's looking for a doc that he can trust for very high blood pressure of 240 over 90. He takes 15 pills daily for his pressure and family history and his grandfather passing at age 48 from a stroke. He prays much for others but doesn't ask for prayers for himself. New, uh, nurture, n- nature Cat. That's from Nature Cat. Father... Steve is one of these amazing people that hardly ever misses a show, a selfless warrior in Christ. So we pray healing into Steve, fantastic and powerful healing. And that whatever's causing this high blood pressure, that any sort of demonic, you are cast out and rebuked. And a hedge of protection is put around Steve and the chains that are causing that are broken. Whatever contracts are there, broken and cast out. We just pray that we speak Jesus into Steve in a fantastic way. And with the authorities given to us, we truly declare a miraculous healing over his body. And Father, we also, there's, there's something at Glad Tidings Church. There's a healing center now. And we just pray that Steve will reach and find the connection with that. There's various avenues to that, but may that manifest that the, the avenues towards spiritual and whole healing be given to him so that he can get off of these medications. And we rebuke the need for those medications and totally need to get his body restored back to the power and the perfection of kingdom. And we say these things in Christ's name. 
praise reports. About six months ago, I asked for prayers for my daughter who had colon cancer. She finished chemo two weeks ago. Her lab report just came back from back cancer-free. Thank you for your prayers, and please continue to pray for health and healing at all levels for her and her young and her young family. Thank you, Dina. Oh, praise Jesus. Father, thank you for the blessings of healing that have fallen upon uh, Dina's daughter. And may that blessing of cancer-free just be part of a greater health walk in her life, her armor strong, and any of those breaches in armor be sealed, and truly her love and passion in Christ just grow, that the healing that she's experienced continues to spark the fire of the Holy Spirit within. Thank you all for the prayers. When we talked this morning to the company, they thought it might be a day or two before they could come, but they, they just left here. Everything was fine. We had too much condensation in our system and it shuts off, so no big deal after, uh, and everything looks great. Praise Jesus, the, the country NTP jewel. Well, wonderful. So praise Jesus that it was not a big problem. Thank you, Father, for those blessings, and may the protection and continuance of the love in Christ continue for Praise Country NTP Jewel. Kurt, Kurt says, thank you for the powerful prayer. The pain has not changed, but has but you've encouraged me greatly, and I've been filled with the power and courage to muster th- through it. God is greater than this. Casey Bird for Jesus. Well, Father, this is one of these things that we're grateful for the strength, but we also are going to continue to declare healing over Kurt. Kurt has that pain, and I believe it's pain in his neck. And so, Father, we, we just like hands up. We just truly pray for miracle and miraculous instantaneous healing over Kurt. And whatever's causing that problem, that is truly just, it's, it's rebuked, any demonic influence, it's rebuked, and the true healing deep within Kurt is affected. And within this, the power and might of the Holy Spirit just flows through and pushes out anything that's in there. Some, some, something like a black goo or something. Let it be pushed out, rebuked. And with this, the, the body that Kurt's given be restored to the perfection and might of a kingdom warrior in Christ's name. And here's a cautious praise report. The bad bubbles are completely deflated, still a little sore, but definitely healing. I have an appointment with a surgeon scheduled for Monday, but I had scheduled before prayers on bed to knee Friday. Back spasm and sciatica completely and totally healed. Back strength is 100%. Update. Wow, wow, wow. God is so good. Completely 100% healed, strong and healthy. Lauren. Well, praise Jesus. There's the power of healing for you. Wow, wow, wow. So, Father, we just thank you for the amazing power of healing and the blessings given to all of us as we pray into these things and declare healing through our authorities. We praise healing over Lauren and ask that she'll just continue to be strong and powerful and mighty in the Holy Spirit. Update on Netta Marie. She is close to being with her father. Please pray for the family. The mother, Lori, doesn't know Jesus, and Netta's son, Michael, is 17 and very lost. Her daughter knows the Lord but needs prayer to bring her closer to Jesus at this time. Please pray for total peace as she goes to heaven. C.K. Well, Father, 
we just we're not really knowing the full situation here for Netta Marie. What's but we do pray that whatever that path is and is your will, that it be be either healing or it be painless. But in the greater sense of this, Father, in the answering the request for this prayer, we pray for a mightiness of the Holy Spirit to settle in on the entire family. And that in this moment, that these trials, that what's revealed is the true power and love of Jesus and a greater sense of purpose of being in this world. We pray for this family to take this moment of trial and have it be a spark to open their eyes and to put their eyes deep on Christ and to understand that through Christ and through you, Father, all things are possible and all things are made purposeful. Guide them, protect them, bless them, and we put a hedge of protection around them. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, that's our prayers for today. So let me close with a prayer. Father God, we want to thank you and are humbled deeply by all the prayer requests and all the testimonies of the power of miracle healing and the healings given to us by you, the living God, supernatural God, the God of hosts, the one true God. Father, thank you for we are brought together by your hand. We've been woven together in the body of Christ and we've learned through each step the mightiness of our prayers and reminded each week in the power of prayer and healing. Father, truly this is us learning how to wield the sword of the Spirit. And it's a reminder again that through all this that the enemy throws at us, that each week we get stronger, each week we become mightier, and each week we take back territory for kingdom. The road ahead, Father, is being baited and lured by an enemy that seeks violence, that seeks to rape, kill, destroy. We cast that out. This is an enemy that seeks to sow chaos, and we rebuke that with all of our authorities. Father, we gain the confidence to know that through the authorities given to us by Jesus, that these are not just frivolous things, but powerful words, that words truly speak the power of life and death. And so with that equally, we hear these words, where much is given, much is asked. So Father, we pray for wisdom to settle into our heart, a continued wisdom and temperance in what we request and see to be able to further and each day more deeply see the world through the eyes of you, Father, and to hear the world through the ears that you give us, to understand that you have unbelievable temperance because it's not to seek wrath but to bring as many home as possible. And so, Father, we pray for the courage for each heart that's here today to spread and speak the gospel of Jesus Christ into the world as one of the mightiest swords that we can levy. We pray for the increased ability and understanding, confidence and understanding of authorities given to us to heal, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and to pursue that other thing called greater works, to be confident yet not prideful, to be solid and yet not arrogant, to walk boldly yet walk with humility, to be a mighty warrior yet to understand the words meek. Father, this is the path which we are building ourselves into, which you are guiding us each and every day, and we're blessed for such a walk to have. We're grateful and humbled that we are in such a time as this, knowing that of all the times of, to live, this is one of the most epic times to be present as we confront one of the greatest wars ever in human history, 
knowing fully in our heart that as the remnant with the authorities given to us, wielding the sword of the spirit and the compassion of Jesus, that this enemy has no chance. For those moments which we falter, Father, forgive us. For there are times that we hesitate, our heart wanders, our mind varies, but forgive us. And we're blessed and we're possible, let us each seek the deeper relationship with you, Father, each and every day, to listen more closely to what is given, to obey more truly the path set before us, and to question less and do more. Most of all, Father, today we pray for two classes of people that are constantly forgotten. Our elderly that are cast aside and brushed off like used tires or used shoes. Forgive our nation for what it has done. Let us restore the love and passion of our elderly, the wisdom class, and let the mighty souls of Christ stand up to truly be their defenders and their protectors, and of course the children. In a time, Father, when so much is being attacked, the war the enemy has pivoted to that which is most vulnerable, the children the future, the gift that you give to us, to mock us, to try to hurt you, and to try to garnish this power of the blood which they extract and use for their own devious purposes. Father, in this closing prayer today, when the authority is given to us as warriors in Christ, as the sons and daughters of the Most High, we pray a hedge of protection around every child in this world. No limits. That no enemy will have any more effect on them, that any demon, any dark soul, any living, walking beast or person that claims to be a human that seeks to do damage to these children will suffer a consequence of judgment, an immediate judgment that will bind them and cast them into the lake of fire or bring them to before the throne. That if it's a demon, they will be cast out. If it's a human walking beast, that they will be brought before the throne to face the judgment of doing harm to the little ones. We pray protection over the little ones of this world. That includes the teenagers and the young adults. We break the curses and the ability to influence by the father of lies of anything spoken through this deception of LGBTQ, woke, and other variations of ideologies that take people away from you. And in a profound and stunning moment, we pray for a shaking of the earth that will bring truly an experience of the Holy Spirit to each one of us across this globe, to leave no doubt in our walk, in our minds, in our existence, in our place that we are, of whom we serve, and the choices put before us of serving either those of the Father of lies or of you, Lord. And at that moment, then, to leave no doubt to where our enemy is, and to where those are that are seeking and being led to Jesus and to you, Father. This is the moment of discernment that we pray into, a true sword of the earth that will now separate and divide, to truly be clear on what we face and to understand and we speak to each other where we stand to be able to see the heart, not just hear the words, and to honor truly the power of the words meaning bringing life and death, that we must be intentional in every step we make, that every step we make truly is to reclaim the holy ground of kingdom and to do so with the intention and the heart of a loving heart, a forgiving heart of you, Father. Bless us and guide us. We say these things and declare these things with the blood of Jesus. Amen. 
All right, Patriots, another great, great prayer Friday. Thank you all. And uh, oh, that was a long one today. It's good, too. All right, three hours. That's awesome. Okay. Every Friday we'll be here rocking and rolling it, bringing prayer and healing and miracles of the Holy Spirit and our Father. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Well, Patriots, I'll see you in about two hours for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs>